Well, it's already going to be a busy week for the Nashville Predators, and they just made things a little bit more interesting with their first big move of the offseason. Ryan Johansson traded to the Colorado Avalanche. What's next for the Nashville Predators? We'll talk about it today on the Locked On Predators podcast. Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Predators podcast your first listen of the day every single day. We are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, want to give a special hello to our loyal Lockdown Predheads, the everydayers who tune into every single show. We love you and we're happy to have your support. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer at Penalty Box Radio and I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at InsideThePreds.com. They weren't going to make this week easy on us, Ann, were they? Oh, my goodness. Slow your roll, Barry Trotz. We need a minute. (laughs) We couldn't just mosey on into the draft floor in two days, grab some media ice cream and chill our way towards a, a a fun night, could we? We just we just have to do a little bit of work. Yeah, no, this was huge. And of course, like you said, it's not like the Nashville Predators don't have a lot already on the plate. 13 picks, the NHL draft, hosting the draft, hosting the awards. Friends, there's a lot going on in Nashville. And Barry Trotz just decided, eh, let's throw another giant log on the fire with this Ryan Johansson trade. Yeah, just just a little bit, I guess, right? Yeah. So, yeah, basically how it stands now is that Ryan Johansson traded to the Colorado Avalanche. In exchange, the Nashville Predators will retain 50% of Ryan Johansson's salary. So that's $4 million worth of dead cap space over the next two years. And they get back the expiring contract of Alex Galchenyuk, who, uh, according to... uh, um, Joe Rexroad doesn't sound like the Preds are going to have on their roster next season. Uh, so basically just a straight up salary dump. And uh, first thoughts on this trade. There, This is a complicated trade for me personally, you know, like it's a head trade and a heart response to, you know, obviously hate to lose Ryan Johansson. I think he's such a, a great player, great guy. But I want to give huge kudos to Poyle and Trotz because how many seasons have we talked about this contract is immovable? Never going to get it off the books. You're not going to be able to trade Ryan Johansson. Uh, and it's been kind of a ball and chain for the Predators. You know, it's been one of the contracts that has made the Predators feel like, hey, we can't really do a reset. We've got to go with the core we have because we're locked in financially. This is a game changer, I think, in a lot of ways for the Nashville Predators. First of all, it opens up opportunity for some of these young players because, you know, how were they going to fit in some of these young guys with Ryan Johansson still on the roster? Also, financially, yes, the Predators retained 50% of the salary, but it also frees up $4 million for the Predators over the next two seasons. And that's not nothing, friends. So I think this is a really big move for the Predators, big move for the Predators, and one that I'm not sure fans 
thought could happen or would happen in a way that Nashville would feel good about. And they, and I think they do. Yeah. And, you know, the sweetener instead of, you know, a pick or a prospect mm-hmm. uh, wound up being just the Predators retaining $4 million. And if you're like the Colorado Avalanche, that's a pretty good trade for you because you now get what's probably going to be, you know, a second or third line center at $4 million uh, who can certainly still go. I mean, yeah. I know we've talked about, you know, Joey's game and his speed not being the main thing, uh, you know, of his game, maybe being a concern about the Preds system moving forward. Uh, but now he's going to a good team where he's not going to have as much pressure um, mm-hmm. and, you know, potentially thrive there. For the Nashville Predators, and you know, at first, it, this tells me – one of two things. Okay. One is that tells me that the interest of Barry Trotz to sort of wait and see these next couple of years uh, maybe isn't there. I think maybe mm. it's signaling that he's chomping at the bit to try to make a big move sooner rather than later. Uh, it, you know, in which case a lot of people are like, oh, there's an Alex Debrinkin out there who has expressed interest in coming to Nashville. Uh, you know, we were also hearing rumors out of Calgary that like Elias Lindholm or Noah Hannafin might be available. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a more cap space to do something there now. So there, that's certainly the possibility. Is a lot of people have hinted like this is a move to set up another move for the Nashville Predators. It could also just tell me that maybe the Predators were a little bit more concerned about Joey's fit on the team next year than we thought. And, you know, even if they're, even if we're wrong about there being another big move and trots, you know, kind of wants to stand pat and be like, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see this year. This sets up next year. Yeah. Because let's, let's say the Preds bring back Joey back and he sucks or, you know, he's not fully healed from injury or he's worse. Then all of a sudden when you need an extra $4 million worth of cap space, that contract is even harder to move yes maybe at a time when you do feel like you're ready to go out and make a big swing so that tells me you know in i'm sure as we get into this draft week and uh you know into free agency i'm sure we'll probably get the answer to this question uh but yeah i feel like that's kind of the two big takeaways as of now is either a trots is you know, gearing up to make a big move this offseason, or B, he was enough concerned about Joe Hansen's fit on this new look Preds team that he didn't want to go into next offseason and be like, okay, well, now there's there's no way we can move this contract without giving up a, a right. round pick or a prospect or a high asset or something. Yeah. And I think you're right that this could mean a number of things. I think gut reaction, instant reaction is, oh my gosh, what's next? But I, and maybe, look, maybe Barry Trotz is, is making a move. Like he is doing something. So maybe there is a next, you know, a next big move. Maybe there is a Debrinket move. Maybe there is a Lindholm move, but it also, like you said, I think we have to realize this could just be a move that gives opportunity to some of these younger players like Novak, like Parsonen, 
like Cody Glass, you know, this gives them a chance to get more ice time to really show what they have, because as good as they were at the end of last season, we still need to see more to know for sure what we have from them. And when you have Johansson on the roster, somebody is not going to get that ice time. So I think this could be step one of an, oh my gosh, Barry Trotz is doing it move. Or like you said, this could just be a, we're going to hold Pat and see, but we are set up well once we know more. Yeah. And you're and you're again, probably going to find out the answer to that yeah. in this draft. So that's the first reaction. What could be the next move for the Nashville Predators? Is there a big swing or does this set up something down the road? We'll give our thoughts on that. Plus what would have happened if the Predators couldn't make a trade? For Ryan Johansson. Do we think maybe he would have been a buyout candidate? Those are topics that we'll cover in just one second. But first, I want to mention today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Well, it's the same way when it comes to your vehicle. Every part on your car needs to fit just right, or it's going to collapse and burn on the side of a highway somewhere. So the next time you need parts and accessories, Head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. All you have to do is add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check mark to know if the part you're looking at will fit or your money back. That's because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, and exclusions apply. All right, Dan. So the big move is Ryan Johansson to the Colorado Avalanche for the expiring contract of Alex Galchenyuk. Um, let's talk about the return itself, uh, mm-hmm. because we, we mentioned this seemed like a straight-up salary dump, and... Um, you know, two ways there, there's, there's kind of two ways that you can look at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to get your take on, on which one. Cause I've seen both from Twitter. One is that that's it. Like that's, that's, that's the return, you know, a guy who's not even going to, you know, resign and you're having to pay like, you know, $4 million of dead space. Like is, mm-hmm. is like, could the predators maybe have thrown in a sweetener and at least gotten maybe a younger building block back? Or do you look at this as in, this is a win, you know, we got Johansson off the books for, you know, maybe less assets than we thought we might. And now we have 4 million to play with. I look at this as a win mainly because I think If you are going to trade this contract, I think most people thought it was not just going to be a salary retention. I feel like the expectation was you're going to have to throw in a pick. You're going to have to throw in a prospect. And this deal happened without that. And for me, that makes it a win. Yes, the Predators retain 50% of the salary. Yes, they get back somebody who really probably is not going to be a part of the Nashville Predators moving forward. But I think you have to look at what the Predators didn't do to understand how this is a win. The Predators didn't give up a pick or a prospect. They still have these young players in the pipeline that they can either keep or do something with for a bigger piece coming in. 
and they haven't done anything with any of their draft picks. So for me, it's what the Predators didn't give up that makes this a win. I'm, you know, of sort of the same thing, although, you know, I wouldn't have mind giving up, you know, maybe a second or a third and having at least a piece come back Mm -hmm. the other way or, you know, maybe throw in a second or third to, you know, not have to retain salary. And now you have, you know, a bigger chunk to play with. Like I would have been open to that. But, you know, I, I think it's it's better than the option of not using Ryan Johansson next season. Um, And yeah, I mean, the the other thing, you know, if if there is a team willing to make that trade, like, yeah, we'll throw in like, you know, a a decent prospect or at least, you know, somebody that can maybe crack an NHL lineup someday. If you throw in a second round pick on top of that. Um, Yeah. I mean, that, that, that certainly was an option, but also which teams would have been willing to do that. Right. Essentially a Ryan, essentially a Ryan Johansson who hasn't had a good couple years for, you know, a, a decent future NHL player, like which NHL team was going to be desperate enough for Ryan Johansson to do that. Uh, I didn't sound like that many. I mean, you traded to Colorado. That's a, a good fit for him, but I, I don't mm-hmm. see a lot of teams that had that kind of prospect capital uh, that, that were going to be willing to give up a, a decent prospect for for ryan johansson even if the preds threw in like a high second round pick or something like that yeah do you think there is any way that this deal could have gotten done without the predators retaining salary yeah if you throw in a sweetener you think so yeah if you if you throw in you know high draft pick or or a prospect probably but again, like, you know, you're in the, you're in the stage where Barry Trotz is trying to rapidly rebuild that roster. Are the Predators really wanting to do that? Or are they going to be like, you know what, we may not uh, be prime contenders for, for two years. You know, we may not be spending to the cap. So why not just save, you know, an, an extra five or four million these next two years? And then he's completely off the books you know, in, in another two years. Yeah. I just wonder if it would have cost the Predators just a high value pick or prospect to not retain salary. And for me, I would rather retain $4 million and keep picks and, and keep prospects because who knows what is next? Who knows what Barry Trance is going to do next? And to not have to sacrifice a pick or a prospect to move Ryan Johansson makes me think this keeps Barry Trotz in a really strong position for who knows what's next. Yeah. At this point that who knows (laughs) is I think the summary of the Nashville Predators right there. Yeah. Uh, Here's a question for you, Anne. Mm -hmm. Let's say the Predators can't figure out a way to move Ryan Johansson. Mm -hmm. Is he a buyout candidate or Mm. do you think the Predators look at him and go, you know what? Another, you know, it's only two more years. It makes more sense to keep him and find a way to play him than it does potentially being in, you know, cap hell for four or five years as opposed to just these maybe next two. You know what? I I really do think the Predators, had they not been able to make a move like this, I don't think they would have bought him out. I really think that they would have gone with him for the next two seasons. Um And it's interesting because some of the comments that Barry Trotz made at the end of the season almost made it sound like 
it was do or die for, for Johansson that maybe there wasn't a spot for him on this roster. But I still think, especially with where the Predators are, he could have been uh, somebody that they would have used. Now, I don't think that he would have probably had the role that he wanted to have with the Predators. I think Trotz is really committed to developing the younger guys and giving the younger guys the ice time. But I think they probably would have continued to keep Johansson. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? It's interesting because you listen to Barry Trotz at that postgame uh, press conference. In fact, let's let's play his comments and then uh, we can talk about maybe reading between the lines of that a little bit. So here's what Barry Trotz had to say about Ryan Johansson's future with the team at the end of the season. I said, you know, Joey's going to have to have his best summer. Uh, the league is getting quicker. Uh, Joey is, Joey's a skillful player. He's got size. He's good on faceoffs. He's got lots of things to offer but the game is getting quicker and he's not uh, that's not one of his strengths so how do you get that half second back you know it's going to be a summer training all that uh, and then getting into a role where where it makes sense for him as well and uh, so right now I think he's uh, he's he's chasing the the moving train a little bit but it's he can catch it but he's going to have to have a, a really good summer that to me, Anne, is not exactly a vote of confidence. You know, Trotz made sure to call out some very specific players. You know, talked about Matt Duchesne and how much mm -hmm. he liked him uh, and his spot on the team. Talked about Philip Forsberg and Roman Yossi. You know, he even name dropped some guys like Ryan McDonough who stepped up. And yeah. you and I have debated about whether he fits on this Andrew Burnett roster. But Johansson was the one guy that never exactly got that name drop, that vote of confidence. Uh, from from Barry Trotz so you know and that's the thing like it might have been a real possibility that Trotz just looked at Johansson and said look you don't fit on the team we have younger players like Yuso Parson that we think could maybe more ideally feel fill the role that you're probably best suited to play now Mm -hmm. It makes more sense from a roster building standpoint to just get you off in any way we can. Maybe that's a buyout. It might have hurt the cap situation a little bit more the next couple of years, but I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't see a lot of confidence that they're like, yeah, we, we absolutely know a role for Ryan Johansson. It kind of felt more like, okay, if you, if you want to, if you want to be here, then it's it's going to be you to try to unseat some of these players. Yeah, it was definitely a prove it statement from Barry Trotz. Now, whether at that point in time that he made that statement, he had kind of made up his mind that Trotz didn't fit. Uh, we don't know. Bringing in Andrew Burnett after that may have clarified for Trotz exactly what they did or didn't want to do with Johansson, with Andrew Burnett's new system and what they're looking for. But I do think you have to remember, like, there are some unique skill sets that Johansson brings that I, I think they maybe would have hung on to. You know, Trotz mentioned face-offs. I mean, he is a an absolute beast in the face-off circle. Mm -hmm. He's very physical. Uh, we talk about, you know, he's great with his stick. He's great, you know, as a two-way player. 
Yes, definitely has lost some speed. Yes, not the same Ryan Johansson that he has been, not the Ryan Johansson that the Predators signed to an eight-year, $64 million contract. But I really do wonder if Trotz had not been able to come up with a deal as good as this one with Colorado, if he would have kept him and just maybe underutilized him. I don't know. Yeah. So what's the next step for the Nashville Predators? And do you think that there's something imminent? Do you think that there is, you know, maybe the Predators have some inside track that they may be deep into a deal uh, with somebody on someone? Or do you think this is maybe just, you know, a, a step back, you know, for, for maybe in the future? I'll tell you what, it's very, Barry Trotz is throwing me here. It's, I think it's really hard to say. Here is what I know. The Predators have set themselves up for a big move. So the opportunity is there. Now, Trotz has been very clear, like, I'm not just going to go out and get somebody because I can get somebody. Uh, So it wouldn't surprise me if he holds tight to say, hey, we're going to take a season. We're going to see what we have. And then we'll have a better idea of what is the hole we need to fill. Who is it that we need to bring onto this team that's going to take us to the next level? But again, you have to come back to the fact that he has just set the Nashville Predators up to be able to do a big move. So at this point, anything could happen. Barry Trotz, you're you're killing us here. Give us a clue. (laughs) Throw us a bone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you look at cap friendly too. I mean, they're, they're now up to just about $20 million in cap space this year. And they have pretty much everybody with the exception of Cody glass and uh, Alexander Carrier resigned that you want to resign. Yeah. Um, sorry, Cal foot, you're a restricted free agent, I guess. So sure. We'll yeah. Back. Um, but then, you know, it gets interesting next season too because now next season they have about 40 million dollars in cap space to play with and they there's some guys that they're going to need to resign like uh you know trennan parson and tomasino novak are all going to need uh you know new deals but you can also make a bigger swing next year if you miss out on somebody this year and we said maybe it doesn't even have to be like a franchise player with somebody, maybe it's just somebody that you envision being locked into this team and helping this team moving forward. Maybe you go out and you now have money. Now you can take a swing at, you know, like JT comfort, somebody mm-hmm. who's not going to be your number one center, but could easily maybe be a two or three center. That's a foundation of your team for the next four or five years. Say, if you want to upgrade the blue line, give somebody like Ryan Graves, a big yes. money deal. Somebody that's maybe not necessarily the franchise, but you have enough cap space coming up that you can go out and make, you know, a move like that mm-hmm. in free agency this summer, make a bigger move and, and not having to worry about, you know, long-term repercussions when the opportunity for, you know, a De- Matthew Kachuk-esque deal does come. Right. Up. 
Right. And I think you're, you are hitting on what is probably the best about this whole scenario is that A, the predators don't have to do anything right now, but what they can do this offseason is not necessarily that big splash guy, but they could add a quality piece and still next season be able to go out and get the big splash guy. Like there is so much flexibility right now for what the predators can do. And I don't think it comes down to they're going to do nothing or they're going to go after the big guy, the, the franchise changing fella. Now they could do either of those things, but there is plenty of opportunity in the middle of those options that Barry Trotz could make a move for in this off season mm-hmm. that will help the predators move forward. May not be the guy that takes them to the next level, but it's going to, you know, he can go out and get a, a depth piece that's going to make a difference. So I, I, I like what's yeah. going on. It's a lot to keep up with Barry Trotz. Like, yeah. Slow your roll a little bit here. Slow <laughs> but your roll down, yeah. It's a good, you know, th- these are good moves for the Nashville Predators' future, whether it is this offseason or next offseason. I agree. Um, there is also the NHL Awards tonight. And as a special little treat for you, because we did not anticipate Ryan Johansson <laughs> being traded in the last uh, 24 hours, yeah. we have a bonus episode today. Uh, We have a special episode about our picks uh, for the NHL awards, who's going to win and who should win. So go check that out. That's on our YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcasts as well. And where can people find your work? You can find my work online at insidethepreds.com. You can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore mama on ice. You can find me at penaltyboxradio.com or follow me on Twitter at underscore NS Morgan. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. Back tomorrow with an all-new episode. And again, go check out our picks for the NHL Awards tonight in Nashville.